from D105 in Cincinnati. It's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I embarrassed myself at the doctor's office earlier today. Oh. I was sitting in the waiting room, and you know how it's so quiet. No one's saying anything. They're all sitting there peacefully, and I get on my phone, mm. full volume, no. accidentally hit a video on Instagram, and it starts blaring. And of course, whenever you don't want your phone to be on loud, you, you can't turn it down. It's like your phone knows and it freezes up or something. So I'm struggling. Everyone looks up. They're looking at me and I'm trying to hurry up and turn down the volume and and I finally, it was fine. It, it is the worst feeling in the world. You go into instant panic. You make no eye contact with anybody <laughs> and your whole goal is to not look like you're panicking. And you know that you look that way so you know like, people don't are, panic, don't panic, don't panic. are looking at you, judging you and I'm like, <gasps> It's like when I was in the post office the one time, I was trying to take a picture because something weird was happening in there. Yeah. I got my phone out. I turned the volume down. I turned the the, the switch to on to vibrate. I did everything. And I forgot to turn the flash off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, right over here. All right. <laughs> I know. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Your turn to answer honestly a question out of our truth jar today. We do this Every single day, but we rotate who has to answer, pull something out of the jar. It's got little questions on pieces of paper. Okay. Jesse, what is the worst gift that you have received? Oh, most people know that most people get it right with me. Um, I had an ex. I didn't realize until recently how bad this was. For okay. Christmas, she gave me a spatula. <gasps> that was it? Yeah, Wait, it was uh, that and like one other thing. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Yeah, 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 what, yeah, what is yeah, this about? Yeah, yeah. Why did she give so me the spatula? The reason she gave me the spatula is because at one point I had said something to her. She had a spatula that was like extra long for the flipping part of it so you could flip pancakes really good. And just casually in conversation at one point, I'm like, oh, man, I have to get one of those. That makes it so much easier to flip a pancake, right? It's got. Yeah. And uh, she, I guess, just was struggling to uh, want to buy me a gift or something and maybe felt bad enough at some point. So she rolled through the kitchen appliance department. She grabbed me a spatula. And then basically what she gave me was stocking stuffers. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I remember doing the math on how much she spent on me that year. And I remember going, $9. <gasps> it was Wait. like less than 10 bucks. How you long had you been together? Oh. Like how serious was this relationship? I mean, I had known her for over two years. Whoa. Yeah, it was very... Um, it was not a good relationship. Oh, no. Yeah, and, and she what? got me that. I did call her out for it, too. I'm like, you bought me, that's what, you got me this? Like, you couldn't get, put it, but she also was like, don't buy me anything, too, which I always hate when, like, we're we're in a relationship. I hate that, too. She Unless hated, you both are on the same page, neither of us won't get, that's stupid. We Just broke up over Valentine's Day. Like, that ended the relationship. <gasps> Wow. Because she was very anti-Valentine's Day, and she was having a really hard time one day, and I was being me. I was trying to make her feel better, and she kept talking about wanting to get Viore sweatpants or something, joggers, and she was having a really tough time. So I made this custom virtual card. I had pictures of her dog in it. it I made it seem like the dog gave her the card Aww. and images and pictures of the pants, and I put the the e-gift card from American Express in there, and she called, and she's like, I told you not to do that. We we broke up that day. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it uh, it wasn't good. Well, what? Let's go back to the spatula. What did you get her that year? I do. I don't remember. I got her something, uh, but it wouldn't have been. 
I have no idea. Yeah. I just know that I didn't feel what she gave me was fair. Do you remember on average what your money limit generally was for things like Christmas? Oh, yeah. Like 100 yeah. bucks, 200 bucks? Or? Under 200 bucks. Okay. That's how I right in a relate. If I'm in a serious relationship, I'm usually one to two hundred dollars or something like that. Unless Nothing. it's I have a a big thing that I I know I want to do. Want to like for my birthday one year, I'm like, I told her I was like, I want an Apple Watch, and she goes, oh, Can I just can you just go get it and I'll just Venmo you back? <gasps> I go, No, it. I need you to buy this for. By the way, I'm not a gift person. It's the last of my love languages. Yeah, it's way on the bottom. I know, but and I go, still- I. I need you to show a little initiative here and buy something for me. Like, she's like, all right, I need you to send me the exact link of what you want. Oh, my god! Yeah. That's and then terrible. I was like, do you want this extra Target gift card I have? She's like, yes. Yeah. So she took it. She took the gift <gasps> card. So I ended up sort of paying for my own wallet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Needless to say, we are no longer in a relationship. Yeah, and she's engaged while. to someone else now. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a poor guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't... <laughs> It's, it's not your problem anymore. Yeah, spatula, though. Worst gift spatula. ever. Spatula. Reminds me of my ex who bought me a basket of cheese. I still contend no, that's Jesse. better, though. That is better, better because you love cheese. Better than a spatula. Love. He needed to give you something in addition to the yes. cheese, but the the uh, the a thought was there. The thought was there. Execution. Well, the thought was there for the spatula. You did like those pancakes. <laughs> I'm not obsessed with spatulas. <laughs> you hear stories of people that win the Powerball. And, you know, if it's not you, you're normally like, well, that's good for them. I don't care. I don't care. I don't win anything. But how about these teachers? We heard about this prize, right? A million bucks of that lottery ticket that was sold down in Northern Kentucky. It is a group of 30 people that are a group of educators or former educators in Northern Kentucky. They hit the (laughs) $1 million prize. Oh, that's great. They purchased it at Kroger on North Bend in Hebron. And the group, they call themselves the Jones 30 because they all worked at Jones Middle School 14, started gathering money and keeping a spreadsheet. And they've been playing the same numbers over the years, always keeping the number at 30. Whoa. These teachers how many, want Does that it say money. how many years? It doesn't matter if not. But. I don't know. And I don't know exactly how many uh, members are part of this group, but there's 13 you know of them that still work at the middle school. Wow, that's crazy. But this sort of gives me hope. I know. I think in the office there's a new rule where we're not technically allowed to all buy lottery tickets together. But rule, you know, who does rules? Anyways, if we were to continue to do that mm-hmm. and we played the same numbers every time like they did. That's the way to do it. They have an idea there because you would eventually, the number would eventually have to be picked. How long that takes is another story. That's the key. I wouldn't be switching it up. I would, I would just, I don't really play the Powerball and the Mega Millions very often. Anna and I both say no I've never usually. played. Really? Well, no, maybe I did throw in my money once or twice. I just That's don't do lie. it. Well, don't you remember like, was it like a month and a half ago where the jackpot kept going up and we got asked like four times. Yeah. We said no every time. Yeah. And there was no winner. So I was just adding up how much I would have lost. I would have been like, well, there's $8 worth if I just bought one ticket each time. I know. Well, there's $10 I wouldn't get back. When I say I've never done it, I mean I've never myself purchased a, oh, a I have. ticket. I've not. You got to go. Yeah, it's kind of old school. You got to go in there and be like, I'll take one Powerball ticket. Rant. I think I'd be scared. I wouldn't know what to say. You, like, hey, uh, can I get that one with the purple? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know how they have the display? You, you, no, no, you, go in, no, you literally go in and go, repeat after me, Said, say, hey. Hey. 
Can I get one Powerball ticket? Can I get one Powerball ticket? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. Congrats. Uh, You're all set. I'm ready. Well, we found out last night that uh, Anna, not only did I make one new friend in the month of January, which was the goal, uh, I have made at least two. Two new friends, but we've already come across an issue. Well, they're today. meeting up. They're, <laughs> they're me, Anna, and these two guys, Cody and Mario, we're meeting up tonight. We're going to go to a bar, and I realized I didn't bring any food to work, and there's no food at this bar. So we have to switch venues. We have to go to a different bar that offers food. And I'm going to put I'm going to put specifically Cody through the test right now. And we're going to call him yeah. and see cuz a good friend of mine would be like, "You know what? I'm cool with going well, somewhere." Well, and else. I'll say if you hang out with Jesse, it's kind of his way or no way. He's going to pick where we go. <laughs> I want to argue with that, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Cody. Hello. Is this Cody? It is. Hey Cody, it's Jesse and Anna. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, Cody. I know we're meeting up tonight. We've got it all planned out uh, where we're meeting and everything. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a curveball here. Uh, I realized I, like I didn't bring any kids. dinner with me, and where we were gonna meet up, there's no food. So, are you cool if we switch uh, the place to like a couple blocks down at a different bar? I'm good, Jez. You just send me an address and I'll be there. Look Same at that, Anna. Time. Wow. Same I, I told hey. I told Anna this is a test. This was a friend test, Cody. Yeah. You passed. Congratulations. Well, I hope so, there, Anna. You know. One thing about Jesse, if he doesn't eat, you're not you're not gonna like him. <laughs> it's not enjoyable for anybody. Hey, I learned you gotta you gotta adapt on the fly, right? Kinda you do. Adapt, so. <laughs> Way to go. You passed the test. All right, bud. See you in a couple hours. All right. Sounds I'll, good. I'll Jesse. text you. All right. See you. All buddy. right. All right, bye. All right, bye. Look at that, Anna. Done. Amazing. Look at that. Oh, that's right, a that's good. Cody. He had no problem. Like, not even a. Oh, let me think about it. He I, was. I knew my friend would be on board with that. A good old friend. My pal Cody. <laughs> All right. I feel like it's a popular thing to say. Like, kids these days, they have no work ethic. Nobody wants to work. No one's getting a job. Everybody, everybody just wants to pawn things off. Of they other want people. handouts. They want handouts. <laughs> They're lazy. I tell you. Yeah. They're lazy. Kids. And uh, I know those phrases because I've said all of them. <laughs> um, oh, no. I have. I've I said some to you, Anna. Uh, yeah. I Not like, about I don't know if I'm you. to that level yet. Yeah. Anna doesn't. I, I've never. I will say Anna doesn't fit any of those categories to me. Although she does have a little bit of an attitude. Hold um, on. We're both millennials <laughs> over here. I'm not a kid anymore. Okay. A study was done. And it shows the, basically the whole purpose of this study. This professor was trying to show whether millennials and Gen Z have a different work ethic than older generations. He analyzed data from 600,000 people and could not find a correlation. He said, I couldn't find anything that suggests attitudes towards work and career are related at all to the year someone was born. But what he did find is that asking someone at various stages in their life does make a difference. So what that means is younger individuals of any generation show less willingness to work compared to middle-aged workers. So you've got your, um, we'll go a generation up, the Grover Collins generation. What is he, Gen is X? Is he I a baby? Oh. No, he's not a baby. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Grover. Sorry. He's a Gen X. Okay. So what this is saying is when Grover was a Gen X at age 20, there were Gen Xs that were lazy at 20. Oh, and then okay. millennials have lazy 20-year-olds, and and so do uh, Gen Z. Baby boomers had lazy. It just has always been there. It's just your age, your immature. But as we grow up, 
it's easy for us to look at people that are younger than us and go, they just don't want to do anything. They're just younger than us. Also, I think we sometimes look at a younger person and we're like, they don't even know what they're in for. They don't know what it's like. And it's not their fault. They just graduated high school. They haven't had a chance to experience a full-time job with benefits and juggling an apartment and all that. They haven't, it's just, they're not there yet. Wait till you see the real world. But it doesn't mean that they don't have struggles of their own or that they won't experience those struggles. They just have to reach that age. We all used to have to go through this stuff. I mean, you know something my stepmom used to say when I was a teenager? Because I was like a, a troublemaker to my parents. I talked back a lot. Yeah. She goes... You keep talking with that mouth, you're going to get punched one of these days. <gasps> Not by her, but what, by like someone else? Like you yeah, say it to the wrong gonna, person? Someone's going to punch you if you keep talking like that. <laughs> say it to the wrong person. And, and then I would have responded with my favorite reply, which was, whatever. Whatever. Oh, I told somebody recently, I feel so bad about using the word whatever so much when I was like 12. They, they bought, my parents bought me a sweatshirt that said whatever on it because I used it. <laughs> and I was like, thinking back now, as an adult, if a kid, if if my kid started saying whatever to me, you talk about the ultimate dismissal and disrespect. I'm not going to lie. I don't think, my mom, I think might have right? probably would have done something. Yeah. Right? I don't think I could have got gotten away whatever. with that. My mom's thing was she would tell me to do something. And I would be like, all right. She's like, yes, mom. You say yes, mom. I'm like, yes, mom. Like I had to say yes, mom to everything that she said. And if I mumbled under my breath, you yes, better, ma'am. it's a restart. You better repeat it. it I didn't hear you. Yeah. Say it. Say it louder. And I would reply, whatever. <laughs> I can't believe they bought you a sweatshirt like it was a joke. I think they were making fun of me. Yeah. Like, and we'll show you. There's a library at CVG. This is cool. It's actually been around since May of last year, but they've started to expand and it's taking off in popularity. So the library, the way it works, because you're thinking, oh, this is cool. It's a a little space set up where you can sit down, read your book. And yes, they do have physical books and even e-books that you can take and scan QR codes from that library and you're like, oh, that would like stink if you started a book and then you have to get on your flight Mm -hmm. and you can't finish it. But it doesn't work that way. It works like a little free library. Do you know what those are? Aren't all libraries free? No, no, no. Do you know what a little free library is? Oh. Have you... Sorry, Have you, I haven't I know, been to a that, library that in a was, while. No, like eight, the ones the, where they like set a box out somewhere and there's a bunch of books. And, and you can take one, but they ask that you leave one and then you take one. Uh, so well, it essentially well, works like that, that you need to leave something in its place. So there's always books there, but oh. you don't have to worry about taking it with you. I thought, oh, well, again, that still rules me out. Um, well, because I, you don't read. I don't have a lot of books to swap out. That's correct. You're right. I didn't. I didn't read anything about audiobooks. Maybe they have that. I'm not sure. No. no well, airplanes are the one exception where I actually will read the book because I can't do anything else. It forces me to sit still. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah I got, read books on airplanes. They actually had a few local libraries that pitched in, and they were like, "Here, these were old books or, or whatever that we." So that's. I, I told know. you, my. I, that was neat. I told you, if I ever get like a large sum of money, if I become rich for some reason, yeah, um, and build a like a nicer house, I want to put like a. Uh, I guess you'd call it a library in my house. What? More like a think something like a, like a study with a lot of wood grain shelves, maybe one of those ladders that rolls. Okay. Um, it just I like the vibe of that with like leather chairs. Hmm. 
So you want it for the looks? I want it for the looks and the atmosphere. But and, you don't read. Uh, I you would just read want the books. To I would read in dusty. that room. Uh, most of them I would not read. Most would be for looks. That's correct. Save yourself some money and just go buy some of those hollowed out cardboard books. I'm fine with that. It'll look like you have them, but you. Uh, but the problem is, that if real people this that read come over, they're going to be like, "These aren't real books," and I go, "Well, this is so interesting <sighs> to me. It's it's almost like you enjoy every part of books and reading except for the actual book and the reading. Like you want to." Um, except for the I would, like, everything uh, about it. It's the sitting it. down, forcing myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not used to silence. And so that's why audiobooks are nice because I could still get some uh, some audio. I can do other things while listening to an audiobook. Yeah. Um, I, can, I mean, when you know, I read, I usually will turn on some light instrumental music. And you love movie scores. I <gasps> do. Wait a second. What? You should try that. You could find a movie score that matches up with the book you're reading. Listen to that while you read. Oh. And it would be like... um. Oh, One that's a, that's a, that's quite the experience. It's almost there. like when you go to the orchestra and you watch the yes. movie and the orchestra and the plays the movie score the movie. live. It would be like that, but in book form. Hold on, I'm trying to find. Uh, I might do this. This is such a. I would just need creepy music at all times to read my thrillers. What do you have? Are you um, pulling up? I don't have favorite? any music here, but okay. I was trying to find like yeah. So like if I was reading a book about uh, like I was watching Apollo 13 last night. Yeah. That movie. I love that movie. You know I go to bed with that movie. I know. It's, and if it's I were to pull up the score and if I was reading a book about uh, NASA, you something like that. You could turn on some Put on some, some music, music like that. Anna, I actually think that's a really this good idea. Work. I, <laughs> you may have cracked my code. What do you listen to when you read your self-help books? Some kind of zen? Oh, <laughs> like, no. Uh, waterfall? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it'd give you a little out. project, too, to work on what movie score matches up I like with this, this book. I like this idea. Anna, I kind of like it, too. <laughs> Anna, you don't think I give you enough props? I'm giving you props yeah, right now. Good job. That was a good idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're welcome. What's going on? I have a perfect scenario for you. Yeah, what you got? It's like you're uh, re- uh, going back to the old Brady Bunch when Mr. Brady was uh, in his study with that wood grain. Yes, yes exactly like that. That's perfect. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's what it is. I, like, it's the vibe of it because it calms me down. Kind of mm. like when I used to go to bookstores and read through books but never buy anything. It would calm me yeah. down. We'll call you Mr. Brady. Mr. Brady. Yep, call Mr. me Mr. Brady. Tack. <laughs> Try it, Anna. <laughs> Mr. Tack. I don't like the All laughing pass. behind that. Yeah, I'm hey, not going to. Thank you very much. Thank you're, you. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, bye. I caught a mistake that my twin brother Joey made at his radio station in Tennessee that would have prevented him from winning an ACM award. I know. This is so crazy. An ACM award is for the Academy of Country Music, and there's two major country music award shows. There's the CMA Awards, which is usually in Nashville, and then the ACM Awards, which is like the party. It's either in Vegas or like Dallas, Texas. And our Big Dave show and B105 has won both of these awards Many times. Many times. We're very lucky to have won this award. So my brother has a radio show in Tennessee, and here's how you win those awards. This is very behind the scenes, but it's kind of neat. To even get nominated for an ACM award, you have to do two things. You have to put together an essay. Yeah. And you have to put together a five-minute demo of your radio show. And it could just be audio of things for the past year. Yeah. 
The essay alone, if you do a good job, probably takes several hours Mm -hmm. worth of work and revising and sending it to other people to look at. And And there's a limit on how long it can be. Yeah, it's like less than a page. Yeah. The the demos, five minutes. I spent, me and Anna uh, submitted as well in a different category. I spent five to seven hours working on the demo. Yeah. So I call my brother a week ago. They were due, these entries were due last Friday night and they were due at 8 p.m. And I knew that Eastern and I call him at seven o'clock. I knew he'd been working on it all day. I call him at seven o'clock and I'm like, did you get your submission? in?" he goes, well, yeah, but it wouldn't matter now. We're past the time frame. I go, no, it goes till eight. He goes, no, it ends at seven. I go, Joey, I'm telling you, you have till eight. And he's like, well, now I'm just going to check because I thought it was seven. And he says out loud to me. He goes, why does mine say draft? <gasps> I know, this is so bad. He never sub- he never hit the submit button. Mm. And had I not called him to just chat and to bring it up, he all of that work, hours and hours and hours, and everybody else's work on the radio show, all for nothing. Yeah, because it's not just his show. Like, there's two other people involved. And they could not win an ACM award. <laughs> and he goes, I owe you a steak. Yeah. Dude, you owe me big time. Well, Jesse te- Jesse tells me this story. He told me this a few days ago. I was like, that was an act of God. That is crazy that oh. you called him an hour before. That was something in the universe meant to happen. I don't you call him, him every night. Yeah, so that was very weird. The thought of somebody doing hours and hours of work that they labored over, that they would be heartbroken if it didn't matter for anything. The fact it was so close to not mattering... I was like, I, I hate this conversation soul we're crushing. having. It's soul crushing. It wasn't even mine. <laughs> so then I log into mine and Anna's. I'm like, did I submit? It's like submitted. I'm like, phew. Oh, so these are those situations you where you s- prevented somebody yeah. from catastrophe. Saved his Ep- butt. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have been able to submit for another year. Yeah. <laughs> 12 more months. <laughs> Awful. So you would have wasted all that time. But there's instances where what? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if I was in his show and that happened, knowing it wasn't his fault, I would still be so angry with that person. You'd be like, you didn't double check. (laughs) I know. I would have been furious. Gosh. But yeah, you saved I'm so happy. And the great news is, we're not, me and Anna are not in the same category as him. So this would be awesome if me and Anna win personalities of the year for the Academy of Country Music. Uh, his show down in Tennessee could also win in a different in a different personality category. We're all there together. Then we all get to sit next to each other at the show. Can you imagine that? That'd be so cool. Well, that's a full circle moment. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. We, and you get to hang out with my twin all night, which is just so two, much Two, two Jessies. <laughs> Can't, that'd be great. Isn't that great for everybody oh, involved? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, be careful. Double check everything. This is the moral of the story. If you do any sports betting, then you know about the prop bets. And there are a lot about Taylor Swift mm. because Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift are dating. Did you know that? What? Whoa, oh my gosh. Hold I on. Know. For people that don't know, prop bets are kind of like <laughs> unique bets where like, here's the color of the Gatorade they're going to pour on the coach's head. Yeah, something like that. So a lot of these are coming out about Taylor Swift because yes, she'll be at the game. And what? I thought some of these were kind of funny, but do you have, just off the top of your head, do you have something that you think could happen with Taylor at the game? Yes. What? I would bet money that they're going to show her during Usher's halftime performance singing along <laughs> and dancing. <laughs> well, Give me my no, money now. That would be so 
annoying. I don't want them to go to anyone during the halftime they show. They cut to people in the crowd sometimes. I Do think, they? Oh, maybe not. No. Well, there is an active prop bet right now that was it the half halftime performance? Or maybe it was the national anthem. During the national anthem, they do pan the crowd. That was one of them. That is on Six, this list. What, 60% will, chance that Taylor yeah. Swift will be shown during, during Reba's the national, national anthem. anthem. Like, stop. Um, I bet, yeah, that's one of them. Also, will Travis propose to Taylor after the game? No. That would be insane. That would be there's, insane. There's no way. Um, will the MVP of the game mention Taylor? What is, I don't even know what that means. Most valuable player. Yeah, but who is that? Like, uh, well, we it's usually from one of the, the winning teams. So let's say the Chiefs win, Patrick Mahomes, or maybe Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Oh, so like if they get interviewed, will they mention Taylor? Yeah, on stage, because they have a whole presentation with a trophy, and then they go, Patrick Mahomes, the MPP, and then he gets up there and goes, I just want to thank everybody. Heck, I want to even thank Taylor Swift. You want to know something crazy? I don't know if I've ever been sober enough at the end of a a Super Bowl game to... Oh, you uh, don't know there's a whole thing? I don't know that I, I think I leave right after something, the game. Some, something tells me you don't make it to the end. Anna, Anna stops when the, the commercials end. <laughs> <laughs> is that it for the fun commercials? Uh, yeah. Huh. This is interesting. Right. Maybe well, I'll stick around this year. <laughs> I would like to recommend that you stay off the betting apps because I don't I don't know if this is, you're going to be <laughs> making a lot of money. I've done well. <laughs> oh, okay. I have. All right, so you sport junkie. Yeah. Jesse, we're going to find out just how middle-aged you are. I have a checklist. Mm. You ready? I'm going to keep score, okay? Each statement that you say, yes, I do that, I'll give you a point. Okay. okay? Yep. You can't sleep past 9 a.m. Oh, That's a check. Yeah. Jesse, don't. All right, go I mean, ahead. Not every once in a while. Okay. Ahead. You can't start a movie past 9 p.m. No, not true. Okay. You used to fix typos with whiteout. Used to, not currently. I have, you know, Used can to. I tell you something? What? I almost asked for whiteout today. Stop it. I had to, fill out, a, five, I had to fill out a paper. I'm giving card. you five points I for know. that. I know. Oh, oh my God. Wow. That today, is. Today. Today. Do they even make whiteout anymore? I, I don't know. I almost went to Julie's office across the hallway, like, because I, I was doing a paper timesheet, <laughs> and I'm like, do you have any whiteout? But I, I didn't ask her. I just crossed it out. Because you knew she'd be like, what? Do I have any whiteout? Go That's, ask sales. Oh, that is crazy. You share ailment stories with your friends. Oh, oh yeah. Big time. Uh, yeah, for Big sure. Big time. Yeah. You write appointments on a paper calendar. No, never. Okay. I never, good. I can't keep, they all go to my phone. You gain weight just by being near food. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty weird. If you didn't count all, if you didn't weigh it out and everything. That's why. Mm -hmm. Okay. You go into the bank to make a deposit. Oh, um, if I'm not using the drive-through ATM where there's, it's just, I put my uh, code in and everything. Yeah. Um, I will go into the bank. I will not use the thing where I have to sh send the thing up through the tube. Okay. Uh, yeah. I will never do that. Where I have to fill out a deposit slip and give it to them that way. No, I won't do you that. You won't do that. Okay. Uh -huh. I'm counting right now. Six, seven, It's not eight. looking good for me. I'll be honest. That's eight. So we'll give you that. Okay. Um, let's do one more. You still have a landline? No, mm -mm. no, no. Did I, you ever have a landline yeah, in your home? Yeah, I had to at one point because uh, for DSL internet back in the day, you yeah. had to have a landline. So okay. no, I have not had a landline ever since I've been in my house and that was 2007. So, oh. well, I'll tell you what, I, my math is, we might be one or two points off here just cause I, I counted in a hurry, but I would say you're four out of nine. That's not too That's bad. That's pretty good. 
You're really, maybe four Every, and a half. Let's do four and a half. Everybody thinks I'm like an old man. You're right down the middle. Well, yeah, I do have it, rules, but. Uh, five no. more years, and I think you'll I, be check back in. checking all mm, these off. Check back <laughs> Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. I'm feeling the pressure mm. this evening, and that's because I had a discussion with Grover earlier, and it came up that I'm turning 30 in the month of May. So, what, we got like three months, four months? Yeah. Until I'm 30 years old. And it came up that 30 is the age where you really have to grow up. And that's a lot of pressure to put on me. I only have four months to grow up. When you're in your 20s, you can do whatever. And people hear your crazy stories and they think, oh, well, she's still in her 20s. Like, it's, I did that too when I was young. <laughs> but the minute there is a three or higher in front of your, your age, people start to hear those same stories and they go, Oh man, she's 30. She's 30. She did that. She's in her 30s. Like, that's crazy. She you needs start to grow saying, up. You're like, oh, what's her damage? When I when I was in my 30s, I, I had kids and man, wife and husband and everything. Uh, so it's it gets to that point. And I've actually had these feelings on my own, but then hearing Grover, our boss, mm-hmm. solidify those feelings, yeah. put the pressure on me. All these crazy nights, they've got to end at some point, Jess. Not everybody can grow up at age 22. Like me. <laughs> yeah. Like well, no, one, no, one ever, no one ever had that conversation yeah. with me. They knew. Um, well, I wish you luck. You have three Thanks. and a half months. Give I or think take. I'll be all right. Um, yeah. You're going to be fine. You're going to be yeah. fine. Uh, my emotion tonight is I'm excited. Tonight, I'm meeting two new friends. Woo-hoo! I had a goal in the month of January to make one new friend by the yeah. end of the month. It is hard for me in real life to make new friends. Yes. I have a very small group of very close friends. So uh, Cody and Mario are meeting up uh, with me. We're going to get a beer, a bite to eat. Anna's coming along as yeah. well. Uh, nearby, we're going to go to a bar. And uh, we had a friend that couldn't make it. Uh, uh, the th- there was a third, actually. Jason was the third. Uh, he said he got hurt on the job, so he can't oh, come no. tonight. So yeah. maybe we'll be able to make that work on a different date. But that is happening tonight. Yeah. Mission accomplished. It took me to the very last day of the month to do it. All right, boys. Let's go get some brews. We're going to do that tonight. Have a great night. We will talk to you tomorrow afternoon. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.